Okay, a little Motley crew to take us into the show, Kev. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Dude, so uh, here's what's going on with that. You know, they started that big tour. I saw that. I saw they're doing it with, with uh, Poison and one other band, right? Def Leppard. Yes, I saw. And Joan Jett. I mean, it's a big deal. They're doing full stadium shit. Yeah, well, my cousin's going to it, and she had posted something about it. I was like, yeah, I think it's tonight or tomorrow. It's a hell of a show. Philly. Yeah, it sure is. If you're, or, or, you know. If Gen, you're into the music. If you're Gen X or above. Right, exactly. Other people so, are like, who the hell is that? Yeah. Motley Quow? <laughs> what? It what? has umlauts. It has umlauts. <laughs> They're Nazis. Yeah, right? Um, and no, no I, I, I went and grabbed some video off of YouTube. My God, they sound terrible. Now? Yeah. Well, they always did. Just like Guns N' Roses. Vince Neil's the worst, he's, he's the worst singer ever. I think you can only sing like that for so long. Perhaps. That's why they all did heroin back in the day. So they <laughs> didn't have to Court, listen to Vince. Courtney Love, Chris Cornell, and all those guys. So their voices could. Did you ever hear about that? No. They used to do heroin back in the day before they performed. So their voices could hit those high octaves. Wow. Courtney Love has talked did about it. Did not know that. Chris Cornell, who I'm a huge fan of, saw him fourth row. That's at interesting. The Reading uh, Performing Arts Show. And now he's dead, but that's a shame. But yeah, that's. From heroin, oddly enough. No, he on himself. Same thing. <laughs> There's a whole backstory we could talk about that yeah, too. But okay. I, All right. Are you ready? I'm always ready. You're ready. Let's, Let's do this. Go. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter. Keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gellif and Kevin Foles. And there we are. Now we're in officially, Kevin. Ahoy. Good evening, folks. Good evening and welcome to the Exeter Underground Hyper Local News and Analysis for Exeter Township. I'm Jerry Gellif and he is... Kevin Foles and today, or this week, was definitely... Definitely a lot of stuff going on. Dude, what a week. Right? It was an amazingly like jam-packed week here in Exeter. Yes. It's it's just, it's unreal. And we're going to have to save the drama for your mama because it's all going to come out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's just, I, I don't understand everything that happened completely. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I don't understand it. But at the same time, so be it. So be it if I don't understand it. Maybe we can get through it together. I think so. And I definitely think that um, if you're trying to make sense of some of it, you're going to drive yourself apeshit crazy. You are. So uh, we're going to start the show off with the soap opera that is Exeter. It gets better. Wait. play the harp, Jerry. And the organ. <laughs> Here we are with another episode of As Exeter Turns. <laughs> Everybody loves the chaos, though. Everyone says they hate the chaos. They love it. Can't we just be normal? Right. Oh, it's, this chaos is ruining our great township. Oh, Dave Hughes got stripped. This is awesome. I'm freak out. Let's see you... Don't like chaos, but you do like chaos. Yes, yes, that's what it is. My buddy Ryan is a uh, 
borough councilman in another town here in Berks. And he tells me all the time, you people in Exeter are the joke for us. You're a goddamn clown show. We laugh at you all the time. You're ridiculous. We, you should probably put out a paper print of what you do every week and then put it on the store up at, at the giant. <laughs> the giant. <laughs> put it on, you know, when you're walking out with your kids and you're putting your stuff on the on the... You know, the conveyor belt, and it says, you know, the National Enquirer, Bat Boy, and all that, like John was talking about last week. Yeah. We need a paper print of the Exeter Examiner. People have told me that. Do you have any idea how expensive that is? Oh, I do. I do. I do. (laughs) But still, just imagine you're strolling down trying to buy some food or whatever, and you're like, you see the Exeter Examiner, and... Exeter has its own Bat Boy or Bubble Boy or some shit like Dave that. Dave Hughes. Yes. Evil spawn of Satan. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, they're going to put an orange hair on him instead of white hair. Like that. Right. It's just what it He'll is. end up looking like Mr. Heat Miser. Right. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I think, again, like I've said more, I was like, I think I, I don't have a problem with Dave's pa- uh, policies. I just have a problem with the way Dave carries himself, I guess. You know, other people have been saying that to me, and I'm just like, well, you, you know, I don't know. What are you supposed to do? You're going to change somebody? He's going to change for you? No. Right. And I mean, I voted for him. <clears throat> I'd probably vote for him again just because on a policy matter. But if you're doing what he did in this, what what came out in the, uh, uh, at the meeting and everything, I was like, that's not necessarily not a good thing. Well, let's get into that, okay? So what actually happened is that the Exeter... Township supervisors uh, censured one of their own, okay? And a censure is just an official admonishment. It doesn't carry any real penalty unless penalties are assessed, and it's not monetary. He can't be kicked off of the board. Can he be spanked, though? He could be spanked. (laughs) That's what they should have done. That's right. Public flogging. over Ted's knee or maybe a wooden spoon. This is going to hurt you wooden a lot more than the, it's going to hurt me. Right, right. <laughs> wooden spoon on the back of the hand, something like that. So they they censured him, and, and what they ended up doing was taking away uh, his vice chairmanship and all of his committee assignments. So he is now literally just a voting member of the board. Well, I think there has to be consequences for, for what the paperwork said i mean mm. if you're going to do this stuff and like we like we talked before this i listen dave's policies i it's not a problem i have with dave with his policies and trying to clean up the rat rat nest and trying to put accountability to just millions of dollars flying out of the coffers but yeah on the other hand you you can't carry yourself like you would before being a supervisor yeah like that type of shit doesn't fly you're you're an elected official that you have a you're an exeter as small as it is it doesn't matter you're a public official yeah it's the same way as you don't want to say things you don't want to do things because you're a public official and if you do those things there's going to be higher consequences whether it's on social media or whatever like if i say something no one's going to even know but if dave hughes does something like that and then goes and spends three hours with an employee talking about personal stuff we're going making threats or whatever dude as I said in the first two episodes that I've been doing this, less is more. You don't have to say everything that comes to your mind. You don't have to do everything that comes to your mind. That's right. that's the part of this, man. Right. So now we have um, we have audio. Now this is Ted Gardella reading the uh, the censure motion. So this is a resolution of the Exeter Township Board of Supervisors censuring David Hughes for improper and unprofessional conduct and behavior. 
Whereas Exeter Lights. Township is a second-class township and thereby operates under and in accordance with the provisions of the Pennsylvania Second-Class Township Code. And whereas David Hughes is a duly elected supervisor of Exeter Township. And so he's reading the whole thing word for word. I think legally he has to, doesn't he? In a process as of a... Ted would know, Mr. You, process right there. That's well, well you, you would want it entered into the record. As such, sits on the five-member board of supervisors for the township. And whereas since taking office, Mr. Hughes has undertaken a series of improper and unprofessional actions. Does this sound light? No. No? I think it sounds good. Okay. Including, but not limited to, engaging in behavior designed to intimidate and bully township residents, employees, and members of the Board of Supervisors individually and collectively. You know, I, I, this is a problem I have. I hate this concept of bullying. We're adults. You can't bully me. Right. I'm an adult. You can't bully me, Kev. Right. I, I think that I brought my kids up that I think bullying is, I mean, at certain things I get bullying is bad, Bob. I'm not saying bullying is good for children. Sometimes it can be good because you're not bullying, but you're also teaching a kid to keep a stiff chin. You know what I mean? It's yeah. where I'm, I've always told my kids, I'm, you're stronger than words. The last time I was bullied was when I was 10 years old in third grade. <laughs> I hit the kid. We had a fight. I got my ass kicked. He never did it again. Right. Nobody was ever allowed to do that to me again. When they tried, yeah. I stepped up and they stopped. Right. We are all adults. We can all stop Correct. this. I hate this sissy bullying yeah. bullshit that's that a, our society gives into. That's a whole nother conversation. Like I've told my kids, don't ever complain about someone bullying you online because cyberbullying is bullshit. And someone said to me, well, that's not true. And I was like, you don't have to go online. If you have a peanut allergy, you're going to eat peanuts? Yes. <laughs> but if you, you know what I mean? Don't oh, you said peanuts. Oh, okay. Right, right. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, if you don't want to get bullied online, well, I have a right to go online. No, you don't. You don't. No. Have, you don't have a right not to be offended. Someone, there are jerks in this world. I was bullied when I was a kid. I was an ugly. We had this conversation at the dinner table last night. I was an ugly, ugly child. I'm pretty ugly now, but yeah, I was you're not way. I was way uglier when I was a kid. I mean, my son was busting my balls about having a bowl cut. Listen, 1982, everybody had them, man. I had buck teeth and everything. I got bullied, but cyberbullying isn't real because you can turn your computer off. Now, adults doing this shit, I would, I would say I agree with you that they need to use a different term than bullying because then you get all the virtue signaling, you get all the yeah, yeah. Uh, all the bullshit that comes with the word bullying. And and perhaps it, it it's it, it's done for that effect. I think I'd actually and rather perhaps Ted use that word because he knew to invoke it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To 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 use uh, uh to, to use it to have people, you know, glom onto it. Yes, I've been bullied. I fully understand. Right. You couldn't just put, instead of bullying, just put, was being a big meanie. Yeah. <laughs> he was big in it, being a turd head. Right. Like when my daughter came home when she was really little, and she said, Bobby called me a poop head. <laughs> a poopy head. I said, well, honey, are you a poopy head? No. I said, then why worry about it? Don't worry about it, babe. Dust, dust it off. Move <laughs> on. That's what. But again, Dave doing what he's doing, I don't necessarily think. Agree with you? Yes. Cut the bullying out of the censure or whatever. Move yeah. on. And posting correspondence to the Board of Supervisors from individual residents on his personal social media pages with the intention of embarrassing and harassing these individuals. I agree with that. I read, it's like we were talking about this earlier, and I've yeah. said this for 15 years. The article is great. The comments is where it's at. And mm -hmm. I mean national articles that people put out and even local. 
The yep. way he would go back again, again, again. Third episode, I've said this. Dave, if you're listening, less is more. If someone's going to, why are you going to argue with someone on social media? You're not going to do anything. And that's when they're talking about you. Yes, you sometimes you just have to sit and take it because you're an elected official. Again, it's it's this concept of who are you trying to bully? What do you mean I lost my internet connection? And you're trying to reconnect. Okay, there you go. You're reconnected now. Right. So it's exasperating doing this. Where was I? Oh, it's back to the bullying thing. Like, I, 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 do I agree that he should be doing that? I don't know. But you know what? I happen to know that he ran it by the solicitor, and the solicitor said, yeah, okay. You can, you shouldn't, but okay. Right. It's not necessarily that things are illegal or completely wrong, but the way I look at it is the same thing I do with my 12-year-old. You don't have to say every single thing that comes to your mind. Agreed. You don't. And if you're a public official, that list of things that you can and cannot do gets a little smaller. You know what I mean? You can't just be the person that just starts rattling off of the mouth and making threats and then, you know, admonishing people, your constituents on social media. That's part of the problem. Yeah, it is. It is. I, 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 I will agree with you. But it's at the same time, I, I, I can't get past this use of the word bully. I can't do it. I hear you. It's just it's just a piece of paper. Okay. Back to the tape. And engaging in behavior designed to undermine the Board of Supervisors individually and collectively, including accusations of lying, and verbally har harassing township employees, and publicly insulting and denigrating township employees, engaging with township employees in an antagonistic, argumentative, and combative manner. Again, Dave, what, what Ted's saying there is the same thing that we've been talking about the last three episodes with Dave. Policy is not the problem, but he also would, would, would take the bullying out of it. What's he doing? What, do you, what, are you, what, are you, what is he trying to accomplish? He's trying to get a ship righted. As a whole. Yep. But you don't throw your first mate and the rest of your deckhands overboard. I do, but... <laughs> You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Like, that's the thing. It's like, why are you Why are you talking to people, your constituents like that? Why are you talking to township employees like that? I don't know what exactly was said, but when you're... when you're No, you don't. And and that's really the key. It wasn't... They're bullying. all accusations, right? Right. But here's the thing. Somebody heard it. And they were in a position of, to do this. Mm -hmm. And that they felt that it wasn't right. And it, it wasn't alone. The chair said the same things. Yeah. So how many how many people have to say the same damn thing for it to be considered true? Yeah, I hear you. But at the same time, okay, back to it. <laughs> Making unreasonable and unauthorized demands upon employees and generally treating employees unprofessionally, disdainfully, and without the proper and expected respect. And undertaking actions needing board approval at a public meeting without seeking or receiving such approval at a public meeting. And using town... See, that's disconcerting. If he's doing stuff outside of the realm of the entire board, that's a problem. His purview. Yeah, that, that that's a problem. But at the same time, making the accusation is one thing. Mm -hmm. It's Prove also it. also what they're saying about where Ted's Prove saying, it. well, you're dealing with employees in a in a a way that that they don't like. Listen, that's an opinion. 
them them liking it, it is completely right. secondary. In this hypersensitive society that we live yeah. in now, yeah, it could be. It could now. Dave is Dave and I are a little bit alike. Where I'm a little brash and I say things that mind come to my mind because I really don't care what people think. Mm-hmm. But on the other aspect of it is is um, this hyperbolic society that we live in, where you could say something and people would just take it off. Listen, if you're doing a poor job and Dave has has employees, I've had employees, you've had employees. Yep. If somebody's doing something that you don't like, it doesn't matter what they think because I'm your boss. What I think matters. Right. You yeah. work for me. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, there's the door. See, and this is part of my problem with this resolution because and and it, now's as good a time as any to bring it out. Uh, when you're dealing with their now we've heard Dave Vollmer say in his capacity as the uh, auditor, Dave Vollmer said he's witnessed people who worked two hours a day in the township building's office. Okay. The word I'm getting is that they're working eight hours a day now. Good. Okay. So this bullying, this intimidation works. Dude, I worked for the asshole company of all time for 17 years, UPS. Want me to tell you something? Nobody took a step left or right. Because when they did, they got canned and that was it. That was, back in the day, a well-oiled machine. Nothing went wrong. Don't you you think that if someone's getting paid for eight hours a day, of work and they only work two that it's bullying to make them work eight. Yeah, it probably is. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Oh my gosh. You're making me f- put a full day in. They're expecting six more hours of work. I, it's 10 o'clock. I'm ready to go. Oh my God. I feel like death. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> kill me. Stop bullying me. Cause it's just making me feel inferior. <laughs> making this work stuff just sucks. Can somebody just put a bullet in my brain? I don't want to live anymore if I got to work more than two hours. Chef facilities to meet with employees for extended periods of time without making proper appointments. Whereas Mr. Hughes' conduct and behavior has been smirched Exeter Township's good name and reputation, and whereas Mr. Hughes' conduct and behavior has caused confusion amongst the township residents and other people and entities undertaking business with the township, and whereas Mr. Hughes is unilaterally undertaking activities and actions purportedly on behalf of the township, which are required to be discussed, deliberated, voted on, and approved by a majority of the Board of Supervisors at a public meeting. Okay, all right, we got it. <laughs> so, but, but I, I'm just... The thing that's really bothersome to me about this resolution is that the supervisors broke the cardinal rule of management, which is you stand together regardless. You do not. It's horrible to say, but you don't give the employee the opportunity to wheedle something in between you. You stand firm and together. I'm not saying that you don't pull them aside and go and stop that. Yeah. Okay. But this public humiliation stuff. Right. Do you think they tried to do that though with Dave? Do you think they, the whole board was like uh, behind? They might have, but but they they were not strong enough. Uh, Apparently they were not strong enough. Either that or maybe they, I don't know. So maybe they said something and were passive aggressively. Because Dave's a personality, big guy. You know what I mean? He's a personality. So you're not going to, it's like most people aren't going to come up and say anything to me. I'm a big dude. No people, mm-hmm. nobody's going to say anything to me. 
So if he's on the board and they maybe made a comment to him, hey, you know, that's not – Jerry, that's not right, man. You can't, you can't, you can't say that. You can't do that. Or passive-aggressively, like, hey, right. you know what I mean? Uh, and maybe they tried that and they had a conversation with him and they still continued to do it. I don't know. Or was this just like, boom, we're doing a censure? I think, yeah. I, I think that it was in, in, in the middle somewhere there. But still, you do not break that rule. Or the public Management image must rule. stick together. Yeah. It, it, you have to because I, it, I can't guarantee you, but I was going to say I guarantee those people who were working two hours and went back to eight, the very next day they were working two again. Probably. Supervisors got my back. Screw that guy. Yep. Screw that and all that crap. I'm back to two hours. Give me the Cheetos. Yeah. See, that's a part of the problem is, is that if you're not all on the same page, you can't portray the same attitude. Listen, you're getting paid for for eight. You need to be doing eight. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that was all the employees. Fulmer said it was a small handful. I don't care. I don't I don't give a shit if it's one. Yeah. <laughs> you're being paid many. with my tax dollars, buddy. Mm-hmm. Or lady. Or it. X, whatever you want to talk about. Those. But. Those. And whereas Mr. Hughes' conduct and behavior is violative of the second-class township code and of his fiduciary duty towards Exeter Township and its residents by making requests and setting forth positions on behalf of Exeter Township where such requests and positions have not been approved by a majority of the Board of Supervisors. And whereas Mr. Hughes' conduct and behavior has created situations that may leave the township exposed to legal action due to this conduct and behavior. Now, therefore, be it hereby resolved by the Board of Supervisors of Exeter Township that, number one, Mr. Hughes is hereby censured for his improper, unethical, and unprofessional conduct and behavior. And the Board of Supervisors of Exeter Township demands that Mr. Hughes immediately cease such improper, unethical, and unprofessional conduct and behavior and commence acting in full compliance with all applicable municipal, state, and federal statutes, laws, ordinances, codes, rules, and regulations in in accordance with his fiduciary duty to Exeter Township as a supervisor of this township. And three, the township manager is directed to post a copy of this resolution on the Exeter Township Facebook for a period of time of no less than 30 days and send copies to the Reading Eagle, the Mercury, and WFMZ. Okay, so that's the end of the clip. Yeah. It's, again, done precisely. Was, was it needed? I don't know. But probably. I don't, this is, and then you, which we'll get to uh, Dave's reaction, but you, you're not going to, that's why maybe a private conversation didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of which, here is uh, Dave's defense. <laughs> discussion on this matter. First of all, uh, Chair recognizes Ted, Mr. Hughes. Thank you, Ted. That's very impressive. The fact of the matter is, you have no no. That's very impressive. Proof. Where's the proof for all these allegations? These are your opinions. You are not the ethics commission. You have no right to rule on whether I violated any ethics or not. You've decided to take the law into your own hands and uh, persecute me, prosecute me, and uh, be the judge at the same time. We know that some of the things that I, uh, first of all, folks, you may, I heard. Also a very long clip. It's like six minutes long. Yes, and it's not just, it's not, he's not being the judge. Ted's not being the judge because they're going to vote. Right, well, <laughs> clapping out there, that's great. But I don't know if you understand what these gentlemen are doing with our democracy here. Because I'm a voice and I have an opinion 
that's different from them, I'm being, uh, you know, attacked. That's not the case. No. For example, earlier, the speaker, Mr. Paiho, who started a petition, has hundreds of people signing to ask me to resign. Well, I'll tell you right now, folks, the people that voted for me and I told them that I would clean out this rat's nest, I'm not about to resign at any time. So you better get used to this ugly face. A little self-defecating humor. Defecating. <laughs> but some of the areas I want to talk about where uh, Mr. Uh, Gardella is absolutely wrong is things like uh, where I unilaterally undertook activities and actions purportedly on behalf of the townships which were re are required to be discussed, deliberated, and voted on. Uh, the most recent activity is our chief of police. Now, I've said publicly that I had no knowledge of the decision being made. <laughs> we're looking yeah. at it. We're looking at each other. Yeah. I still don't buy that. Yeah, no, I, I, I. Come on, man. It's not to to uh, quote our great president. Come on, man. Come on, man. Right. I didn't get an opportunity to vote on it, and that's a fact. What we usually do when we take a topic and they're asking supervisors for their opinion and their position, our solicitor sends out an email. And he asked each of us to individually respond. It's the great because he gets destroyed in his own clip because he's asking a question. Right. <laughs> right. Just get everyone listening. Get ready for this because it, it's and funny. To him, if we're for the uh, issue or not. And I think, Chad, you will admit you sent out no such email. Is that correct? Uh, Supervisor Hughes, uh, after you and I had a discussion, I did send out an email to the board. But but after the decision... <laughs> after we had a discussion, I sent an email out to the board. Right. Okay. After the decision was already rendered, before I had a chance to debate or discuss it with any of the fellow supervisors. See, now that's really the key. I mean, and as we discussed last week, it might have been a thing where, you know, we got our three votes... Hell with it. We'll tell them when we're done. It might well be that. Might be. Might not be. Right. I don't know how he doesn't. Come on. Come on, man. Afterwards. The decision, the personnel decision at that time had not yet occurred. And uh, there was an email sent out to the entire board. Well, that's not, that's not true because I was contacted by our manager. It's called whipping. Do people that don't know, really know politics or Congress or anything, it's called whipping. That's why you have a majority my, uh, leader and and minority leader, and there there's whips and a whip, them. yeah, <laughs> because they need to whip the votes. Yeah, I guarantee you that this might be throw some clarity on this because this might actually have been what happened that they were finding out they were testing the waters as a whip does to see which would you vote to get rid of the chief? Would you get to vote to, ri to get rid of the chief? And it goes all the way down. We got three. Guess what? We don't need Dave. Right. And you tell them after. I mean, that that's what we, uh, that was our, our the point we made last week. And then later by you, who told me that the decision was made and our, our chief was, was leaving. And I, and I spent the whole afternoon trying to convince everyone to change their mind. The chief was treated very badly. We had a contract with him that would have expired in March. Right, we get it. We get it. I'm and for some reason, the discussion with him, a little. he admitted he I didn't talk to me. He said, uh, I do too. I'm, on the I, money aspect, I always agree with him. 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree at all. I don't see any reason for him to be sitting at home no. having a good time. You know, if perhaps if you tell the chief, look, your contract's up in March. We're not going to renew you. But we do want you to have the lieutenant who's going to take over for you. Yeah. Shadow you. Yes. You are going to help train him. Yes. Okay. You understand? Yes. It's the same reason why we got with the whole thing with the superintendent. Yeah. Why does this township and the school district want to double pay people? They love the idea of double paying people. Don't it's, they? it's ridiculous. It's why are you going to pay this woman? Well, we were paying her $800 a week. Yeah. And then we were paying Dr. Minor. Yeah. And now Christy's going to come in. Great. Finally, maybe Finally, we have an employee that's already on the payroll. We're not bringing anybody else in to pay them double time. We're only paying one person as of July 1st to do that job. Right now, we're paying two chiefs, which I give Dave credit. That's the point. That's one yeah. of the reasons why I voted for Dave. That's right. one of the reasons why I support Dave and his policies. I, Mr. Well, Hughes, I encourage you, you not to speak on my behalf. Well, I'm gonna, I spoke to you. It's, it's, it's not hearsay. It's a conversation that we <laughs> had. It's hearsay. By definition, it's hearsay, and we're not going to argue personnel decisions in front of this group. Well, we're not going to argue personnel decisions. Everything what was this all about? Right. We'll argue every single thing else, but not personnel decisions. Not personnel decisions. You can see that this whole thing is, is just phony baloney. Uh, it was the last time you heard phony baloney? <sighs> Probably last week, sadly. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> You're phony baloney in the last month. Yes, I swear. To I God. haven't heard that since I heard somebody called Toots. Or, or the last time you saw A and heard Fonzie. There you go. Uh, Does that conclude your remarks? I'm, I'm still remarking. I'm still <laughs> remarking. Yeah. I will have a little more latitude, and then we're going right. to hear from the other members of this board. So uh, I, I, what I do want is for each item that you're accusing me of, I would like you to provide the facts, the incident specific to the... That's not an unreasonable request. But no, but that's not the way it works. Right. For the charges. And if you publish, and if you publish this in a paper and any of it is false, uh, I'm going to seek legal counsel and find out what I could do. This is unprecedented unnecessary and I'm appalled by so dude here's the other side of this okay one of the things they accused him of is harassing employees right now if I'm an Exeter Township employee and I'm even slightly unscrupulous I'm gonna go they just gave me sanction to file a harassment complaint mm -hmm. yep and I might be able to get some money out of the township right. or something. God knows it's probably the people that were working two hours a day. Yeah, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Yep. Like, this is why you don't break the management covenant. You stay on point. They gave them permission to file their harassment claims. Mm -hmm. They're begging them for them. Why didn't they do this in the executive session? They clearly wanted to embarrass him. And... You know, again, but that's not it a comes, good look for Dave, and it's not a good look for the board. Well, you tell that to the people at Exeter. Everybody's going, "Yeah, man, well, again, f that used guy, man." Right, it all goes to the thing with chaos. Then it's like you read the comments all over social media on yeah. our local one. You're either yep. on your page or yep. Exeter, um, whatever that other one is. Um, they love chaos. They just yeah. want their chaos. They wanted Dave Hughes out. The the ten people wanted Dave Hughes out so bad, and they're all oh, it's chaotic, chaotic. 
that was way more chaotic than it was weeks prior. Yeah. Way more chaos. Yeah. But they, it's all virtue signaling. Now what they've done with this is exactly what you're saying. There's like somebody's like, oh, yeah, Dave Hughes, it was mean to me. And then this person come out, Dave Hughes, it was mean to me. That's harassment. It's, it's virtue signaling and hyperbolic. And everybody's like, oh, he said I look nice today. Oh, but did you see he raped me? Did you see that? <laughs> Class action harassment. Right. That's what I mean. Everything. You saw it even when Trump was president. Oh, Trump looked at me, touched my hand. Oh, he raped me. He touched me in property. Listen, it happens. I'm not saying it doesn't. But people are so high strung with this shit right now. It's At this point, that's what they've done, is that the real people having real issues and really getting harassed get overlooked. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. That's a great it's point. It's the same thing with a bullying. The same, everything, if everything is bullying... Nothing is bullying. If every yeah. single thing is racism, nothing is racist. Right. If every single thing is sexual harassment, rape isn't even existent anymore. No, it doesn't. Again, they've ruined actual issues that people have. So, and with this, I mean, I would, uh, I hope nobody does. But at the same time, if 50 employees suddenly claimed harassment, whether they're real or not, yeah. I hope they bleed the goddamn treasury down to zero. But the good part is... Because they, the, the supervisors are begging it, uh-huh. begging for it with this idiocy and, of making it public. And now let's put it in the paper and the radio and, right. and all this stuff. Yeah. Your behavior. In fact, it's amazing to me that this is what governing of Exeter Township has become. Basically, uh, room temperature... Grade school cat fight. As the world turns. As the world turns? What did you say? <laughs> I swear it's... That's it. There we go. We should have been playing the music the whole time. Right behind you. I wasn't you. thinking. Mr. Vollmer has a lot of reasons to dislike me. He was thrown out of a GOP meeting where the Holy Valley Police Department had to escort him out. Mr. Hughes, this is a motion regarding you, not Mr. Vollmer. It may not be, but he he also uh, was angry at me because I didn't go protest at a GOP meeting. So these are, well, because it it leads to the activity of what's here. This is, uh, they're persecuting me. This is a vendetta. And... I, I voted for you guys to be on the board. It's absolutely amazing. You set me up. And I'm the only elected ofi- official that has a title on this board. I'm the vice chairman. Michelle's the only other elected official. And I want everyone to vote, as you probably have. The nominated people are the ones running the township now. You had no vote in what's going to happen in the future. So, uh, other than that, I don't think I need to defend myself uh, What's really insulting is this document. Your organ playing is amazing. I never knew this. Harp, organs, geez, talent. Fast fingers. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (sighs) So I just, you know, my issue with this, and Ted's one of my best buddies, but it's uh, making this public is such... A bad move. Just, I would love to see the township bankrupted for it. I understand it. It would be hilarious. I understand it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand it. I mean, if you're doing this, 
again, what is the outcome that they want? Do you want Dave Hughes off the the supervisors? That's not going to happen. No, he's too pig-headed. You're well, not going to do that. Well, it's not just that. It's also, again, I kind of side with Dave on that thing. Listen, yeah. I was elected. You guys weren't. Mm. You know what I mean? I get what he's saying. I voted for Dave. I helped get him elected. On the other hand, I don't think his seat is worth any more than Ted's or Dave's. No. But on the it's other all one hand, vote. I, right. I would want to, I would not want Dave to, to uh, resign. No. Not over this. Maybe I, I personally, again, I say it again, this third time I've been saying it. He needs to, less is more, man. So now we've got, um, one of the things that was mentioned in there was that Dave took too much time with employees, okay? Uh, and so they want to cut down on this. So now they want to they want to make some kind of a rule that you can only show up to talk to employees by goddamn appointment. Yeah, Again, the height of idiocy with this. I don't agree with it. Next on the agenda is discussion and possible action related to interactions with township staff and our solicitor. Do I have a motion? I have a motion to limit township uh, supervisors' interactions with township staff and our solicitor. So having a motion to limit the discussion, is there a second? I'd like to ask uh, Mr. Bomer if I could make a, a friendly amendment instead of seconding. Mr. Bomer. I wanted to make an amendment too. Shut the frig up with this. Right. I I just don't. I, these people are for smaller government, right? This is their claim, <laughs> right? This is the claim. Would you accept such a? Yes, I would, Mr. Gardella. You have the. So I would suggest that we amend the motion to be that we limit uh, interactions of individual supervisors with um, our township staff and our solicitor to only those interactions that are made by appointment or through the chair or through the township manager. What we have right now are people who are making unreasonable demands on township staff and are engaging our solicitor on their own and to the to the cost of the of the uh, the board of supervisors. So I okay, making unreasonable demands of employees is completely and utterly fictional. Opinion. It's an opinion. And it's fictional. Because if I'm the boss, I make a demand of right. you, you're going to goddamn do it, and that's it. What it's also, if I'm trying to find, if when I was when I was uh, running a, a company, I had a bunch of employees, and I catch a guy sleeping, should I set an appointment? <laughs> yes, that's a great point. How do, you, how do you catch people not doing their job correctly? Hey, uh, hey uh, I need to come see you at 7.30 sharp. Oh, okay. And you're going to look busy. It's the same thing when I would walk around. I see employees. Oh, yeah, we working, boss. You know what I mean? I'm oh, like, yeah. what are you doing, man? You're not working. Look at that broom. Mm-hmm. You're the CEO. Why do you have a broom? Right. I don't right. get it. That was so, me, but yeah. So it's, it's like this makes zero sense to me. This is them chasing their own tail, trying to lop some more stuff onto Dave Hughes. And it just... It doesn't make any sense. And and as we get into it, thank God Michelle Kircher's the voice of reason. Yep. I would, I would recommend that we limit it to those interactions that are either through the board or through the township manager, and that those interactions should be by appointment. It's absolute insanity. It is. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a little shocked. I saw, I heard that the other night when I was watching, and I was just like, why? Just stop. 
there is a point at which, you know, like, like they told us when I was on the school board, you are governance and the administration is management. So you're not really management being a supervisor, but you join hands with management and you don't give the employees an opening like this. I, I, why it, less is more. As much as for Dave Hughes, did I say that? Ted, Dave. And with everyone. a reasonable time frame. I'll amend it to that. I, I would like to add something. Here we go. Love this. Here comes I don't the smart like stuff. What you say, Ted, about a reasonable time. Okay, we're not going to put music behind. And to spend with the employees. It depends on what subject you have. If you need to spend a lot of time with a certain employee to get all the facts, but uh, I, I don't like the word limited. I think that we need to be free to come in and talk to the people here if we have questions that we have to a- um, ask. And uh, that's all I have to say. Respectfully, Supervisor Kircher, what I'm saying. Are they going to tell them what they can talk about, though? You are limited in this capacity, only you're allowed to talk about this, 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 and this. Uh, yeah, I can give you 11 minutes, but I can only talk about A, B, and C. If you ask about D, I'm throwing your ass out yeah, of here. You're going to be censured. Justin, is that we work through appointments and that we work through our chair and our township manager. See, what I'm hearing is we're going to let Everybody run the show and we're just going to sit here and clap for them. Yay. You're all so wonderful in greatness. Yay. I don't get it. The township is going to be in a horrible financial, has been for 20 years and will continue if we don't straighten it out. But yay for you. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes, again, less is more. If there's an extended conversation and our employee agrees and an appointment is made, that's very different from someone just dropping in and spending an hour or two. Well, I don't like having to make an appointment to come in. I can be driving past here and think of something and I want to stop in and you're saying I can't do it. Uh Uh-uh. I have the right to come in and talk to anybody at any time. Now, I respect that right. I don't take up hours and hours and hours, but if there's something, I want to have contact with them. And especially if it's something that I we have to make a decision on, and I want to get all the facts. So, right. I just don't like it. Ms. Kirshner, could I ask you for a suggestion then? How do- They're calling her Kirshner. Her name is Kircher. Come on. Let's get a name right. I agree. We limit other supervisors from coming in and talking to someone for three hours and talking about personal business. Not see that that's where that comes from. Right. So he's intimating that Dave was talking to somebody for three hours about personal business. Is this, you're starting to see, I feel at this point right now, even though this is just clips when I was watching the whole meeting, it was, there was multiple dead horses on the ground and they were beating. (laughs) Township business. How do we limit that? Okay, so that was the end of the call. You know how we limit it? You say, hey, you know what? These people have to work. Let them go back to work. But also, if you're going to schedule, again, you have an employee, you're not going to, hey, I want to I want to schedule an appointment with you. Can I Can I come and see you? you got to be plaintive with people. You're one of the, again, division of governance and management or not, you're one of the people running the show. Mm-hmm. 
you don't ask. You show the frig up right. and do it. Back when I had have my, some balls. We had an outside salesman that was working for multiple companies, and in my contract or in our contract, you're only allowed to work with one. Right. So I tailed him. <laughs> right. <laughs> Should I have set an appointment with him? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying anybody in the township is double dipping or doing anything, but you're an employee. You're not the boss. So if a boss wants to come in and see what you're doing or has a question for you about something that you're doing, that's within their right. And I don't have to make an appointment to do that. And if it, listen, if they're talking about personal shit for three hours, okay. You could probably say, hey, Dave, you know what? Maybe this guy didn't need to be talked to for three hours. But you don't have to put it up on doing an executive session or pull the guy to the side. And I, I, I as you said, like maybe they did and it just didn't hold. It's a but possibility. You do know. not break that cardinal rule. You just don't. Hence do why it. this is a soap opera. When you watch that shit, and I don't, but my wife does, you watch that stuff, you don't know anything that's going on. It's the true. You don't know exactly what's going on. So Hence why it's a what? It's, <laughs> it's a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so so that was that, and he, and he censured and stripped of his uh, vice chairmanship, and Ted's now the vice chairman, and he also uh, lost his uh, two committee assignments. So, all right, they got exactly what they wanted. The employees are now in control again, and uh, the seven the seven dwarves who who put up that assholes petition can we talk about that one we can i loved it that they were talking about that the the one guy uh, commented during the meeting it was like we put a petition together and and he's like 600 people signed it and right and i had to get i had to remember exactly how many exeter residents are and you said it was around twenty five thousand. Twenty five five. Twenty five five. so listen i think I, as i said before on the show i think petitions are stupid and i thought that petition was stupid also Mm-hmm. But if you only got 600, oh, and did you see during the meeting what he said, though? I had 600 signatures and over 1,500 views. Yeah, so that means you had 1,500 views and less than half of the people that viewed it signed it. Because but, they looked at it as the asshole thing that it was. Right. So why does he think 600 people signing something out of 25,005? And then it just shows that you are not in a majority of your beliefs on this one, that the petition was shit, and you didn't even get half of the people that read it to sign it. There is also the distinct possibility that many of the people who signed it weren't even from Exeter. Probably. Maybe you called Cousin Andy and Keokuk, and, and Cousin Andy signed it. Like, who the hell knows? It's stupid. Change.org is nothing more than a money-grabbing proposition. And these people need to recognize it. It's one of the greatest virtue signaling websites on the... Oh, it's disgusting. And the people who use it are disgusting. Yeah. Animals. I I just... Again, (laughs) my petition got 600 signatures. Uh, 1,500 people signed it. Do simple math. Why are you actually, I would be embarrassed if I did a petition and it had 1,500 views and only 600 people signed it. Yeah. What does that say about your petition? And you're sitting, this is how I think the rubber stamp crew is so off their shit is because they think it's good that 600 people signed it when 1,500 people viewed it. Yeah. And they they don't get it or, or 
Yeah, whatever. It, it's just, as you said, virtue signaling. It's all it is. But it's stupid. And it, just the thought process that you're going to virtue signal, and then you think it's a big deal that you got 600 signatures. Like you said, we don't even know if they're all actually uh, citizens. But also the problem is, is that 1,500 people viewed it and less than 40%. Half, right, less than 40%. Signed it. Yeah. Wow, great petition. Because you know what? The people didn't want to sign it. Is a if you're like me, you don't put your name on a damn thing. Mm-hmm. But also I signed it, but I signed it so I could see, see what idiots were signing it. <laughs> Just screen cap everybody. And I'll tell you one of the other great things. There was numerous people who gave money to change.org based on that petition. Oh, good Lord. They gave $20 or $25. And I just looked at it and I went, you have got to be effing kidding. You're giving change.org money based on this asshole thing? Ten, uh, what a low watt intellect. What's the odds on that they also gave money to BLM and paid for those <laughs> people's houses out in California? <laughs> <laughs> the whole family got new million dollar mansions out in California because all these stupid people were giving money to Black Lives Matter. So, all right. Uh, that takes us to the other thing that happened in the meeting was the, and, and this was a good thing. So after that all occurred, Dave got up and left. He left the meeting. Took his ball home. Yeah, he did. Uh, which, you know, I don't, I don't blame him. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, if they're sitting there doing it over and over and over where it shouldn't have been done publicly. When yeah. you get publicly attacked like that, it's tough to sit there. I get actually give him a little bit of credit for sitting in the sitting in the saddle for as long as he did. Yeah, and he knew it was going to happen, and he, and he went there anyway. I no, like, he did now. He could have pushed out. Yeah. He could have pushed out of it, and he didn't. So, anyway, uh, the other thing that happened is they talked about the Perky Omen avenue phase two and they had uh they had the guy there from from mcmahon associates his name is chris uh chris and i'll I'll remember it in a second Uh, and ted did a great job of peppering him with questions that what you couldn't remember the guy's last name yeah okay yeah it's it's last name i believe his last name is um i don't understand (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand over budget over Boogit? What? What's this Boogit? Yeah. What is but that? I, I give total credit to Ted. I, I loved it because Ted was ex- had to explain it to the guy. So yeah. either the guy didn't know, which I assume he did. He's not. I assume the man's not dumb. Right. So he either knew and was just trying to th- thread the needle there, trying to get it by him. And Ted is Mr. Process himself. Right. As we saw with good and bad with the censure or whatever, but Ted pointed out, which I absolutely loved. Yeah. And and he, uh, I, I'm sure this is gonna, this is gonna pay dividends at some point because that guy was like a, it, it, he he was like a pinball on a machine. He was, mm-hmm. he he was ducking and dodging and weaving and just trying every form of bullshitting that he could think of. And that's what happens when bullshitters get caught on their exactly, bullshit. Exactly. Exactly. So. They just sit there and he's trying to, it's the same thing that when I say less is more, that also is because I worked with a liar for 26 years. So it was one of those things. And you just see people when they start bullshitting, it's they ramble on, they ramble on. And mm-hmm. Ted, Ted was nice, was like, hold on a second. Let me right. explain this. And that it made it clear for a lot of people because most people don't even understand the right. process, especially when you have a guy on mic there that's bullshitting. Right. Yeah. So it it just they did a good job of and, and it was primarily Ted who did who did a good job of of just nailing the guy to the wall and 
hopefully that'll produce some benefits down the line somewhere. I just think it's funny how they're just well, you know, one point one million here and then seven hundred thousand dollars here and yeah, like there's it's like it's just like now federally we speak about what we're thirty one trillion dollars in debt. You know what I mean? They're like it's a fictional even, number, right? It's like a cartoon. I can't <laughs> yeah. even fathom thirty-one trillion dollars. You know what I mean? It's, if you stack thirty-one trillion one-dollar bills, it would go to Saturn and back, or you know, some ridiculous right. thing. But like that's that. the point: is like they talk. They again, they talk about money like our federal government talks about money. Oh I yeah, just, because it's not theirs. Yeah. And I let's we'll put a little thing on this. Ted is like Rand Paul. Where he yeah. puts out that list every year. It's like, this is the bullshit we're wasting money on, like giving yep. grouse cocaine to see how fast they can run on freaking treadmills and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I see Ted in that class with this. Like, right. wait a minute, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is, this is not making sense. So let's explain it to the residents of Exeter what's going on. Yeah. And he did a good job of slowing it down. And it was very fruitful. And I don't really have too much to say about it because, the, it, like, I tried to pull clips but they were all like five minutes long. And I was like, oh, no, I, 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 I can't do it. So, so I, I just figured we would short, do, do a short summary. I think the discussion of it is better because that's the stuff that this kind this is, that's the st- what Ted did is what the township residents need to hear. Yes. Because most people, they just see and they take the print of it. And I mean, they're not really understanding it. I'm not yeah. calling them stupid or anything. Mm-hmm. But if you have never did a bid or a contract or anything like that, you're not going to really understand an overage and when it comes to construction and, and cost of, you know, carrying costs and all that stuff. Right. But Ted, more of that, more of that. If you're listening, more of that. Yeah. So this will take us on to uh, what's coming for the week. I can't wait. I know. So we've got another supervisors meeting this week on Monday because this one on Wednesday was a special meeting that was meant to be completely and totally about Perkyoman Avenue. Right. And in a very short period of time, 24, 48 hours, you know, morphed into the F debut show. You know, we could tell we could do and talk to the, talk to the supervisor about selling tickets to the supervisor of meetings because this is the way it's going lately. Oh, set up a boxing ring. Yeah. Dude, I'm in like, Five hours a ticket you get in, and if you I'm put in. a number on the back, you can win like a, I don't know. So this meeting has something really interesting in it. Okay, really interesting. It says here, item number five under administration. Discussion regarding moving GG League offering from Township Recreation Department to Exeter Library. Now, for those who don't know what GG Leagues is, okay, this was a uh, an esports league that was brought by former Parks and Recreation Director Becky Richards to the supervisors in March. And she said, I would like to do this. It's $250 fee, and then the kids have to pay 20 or 30 bucks. They turned it down. Five nothing. Why? Explain. Because they thought it was stupid. They didn't think it was it, it was within the what the, what the township should be doing. So five nothing vote. They turn it down. How did the township end up doing it anyway? How is this on the agenda? Does this have something to do with Becky Richards being fired? So she didn't even listen to the exactly the vote and did whatever the hell she wanted. She did whatever the hell she wanted to. Now let me ask you a second question, which I put in my Exeter Examiner article. 
We've not seen Jennifer Savage for two or three weeks. Is this also part of this GG Leagues thing? Yeah. So they're just, they're getting told they're getting voted down no and told no and, and doing whatever they want anyway. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about: getting employees in line. Yep. Okay. Now, now your resolution gave them the power back. They're going to ignore you guys now. Just, just to say that you're going to sick Dave Hughes on them. Just be like, Dave Hughes is coming to talk to you about it. Dude, he's neutered. I know. He's but, neutered. Oh. Balls are gone. They're, they're, that's over. Did they make a mistake by doing this because he was the pit bull? Maybe yeah. if you, maybe if you just trim the pit bull's nails a little bit. Yeah. Maybe just trim the nails a little bit and be like, hey man, let's try to be a little bit more um, soft, not as brash on these yeah. things. Try to try to cut back on these things. Yeah. Be like, okay, because you know what? When sometimes if you don't want to take the heat for something like that, you. Much rather have someone. How many times has somebody in your life somebody did something and you're like, "Wow, I wouldn't have done it, but I'm happy they did." I'm usually the one who does it. Right, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I do get what you're saying. So it, you know, if you have a pit bull and Dave, and he might not necessarily, you can't always. Politically speaking, I've told this to people forever. You can't complain about every single one of your warriors. Yes. Because not everybody's the same. They have different personalities and stuff. Does Dave have? Does Dave Hughes have things about him that probably need to be stepped back a little bit? Sure, but it's not going to happen. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Do you have to also utilize it and learn utilize his attributes to the point where, okay, he's a little bit of a pit bull, and you can go in and 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 he can fix things and clean up the rat nest as he was talking right. about. And on the other hand, and then you guys can sit back and be like, okay, wow, that guy's a dick you mess with a bull you got the horns <laughs> that guy's a dick what are we going to vote on next <laughs> right next give yourself cover yeah. so anyway um the other one of the other things being ratified or being discussed they're going to ratify and confirm the hamilton and musser agreement in the amount of twenty eight thousand dollars that's the forensic audit that i believe the seven intellectual dwarves who did the um, who did the the petition, the idiots petition? I believe they are worried about that forensic audit for some. So reason. we pay twenty eight thousand dollars for a forensic audit. We're paying twenty eight grand for a forensic audit. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. There's other ways. I mean, is it, it figuring out what they did? Sure. Yep. On the other hand, I, again, it's just it's just a funnel out the window. It it is, but you know what? It's got to be done. Because let's say that it turns up nothing. Now we know that everything's clean. We know it's not going to turn up nothing because there's too much missing money at the Reading Country Club. There's too much missing money in other places. It has to be found and people need to be held accountable. I agree with that. Totally agree with that. But on the other hand, 28 grand to do an audit? It's going to be an extensive audit. Uh, I should hope so. It's going to involve rubber gloves and guys going snap. <laughs> right? KY jelly. And <laughs> no, but I did $28,000 for an audit. It's a lot of money. Agreed. It better come out with some shit, too. It will. You know what I mean? If I'm, if we're going to go to pay it 20, it 20, has to. 28 grand for something, it comes back with like, hey, we're, there's no evidence of anything. Like That's kind of like the FBI uh, mm-hmm. investigating itself. going to be shady. going to be shady. So anyway, um, the other thing that we'll have going on is on Tuesday, the school board will raise your taxes. Yes. 1.5, raise your taxes. And do you know why they're going to raise your taxes, Kev? I do. There is really nothing that we can cut. And again, 
there is really nothing that we can cut. So you got to spend, spend, spend to make sure. I really. This is you have part, to raise taxes. This is the part that I really wish people would do. Is if you're an elderly person, or you're a low income person, why do you think they parade kids out that are brothers and sisters of the kids that were killed by guns? Oh, the emotional angle. Right. So have these people that are low income that may lose their houses or elderly people that are on fixed income, get your butts out to the school board meeting truth. and speak at public comments and admonish these people. Yep. Admonish them. This is the point. Everyone, well, you're just going to, what are you going to do? Just sit there and take it? How many times do you have to get punched in the face until you stand up and start punching back? Right. And I'm not talking physical violence. Go to the school board meeting and say what you're going to do. I live on a fixed income. Mm-hmm. Bring some handicapped kids. Yeah. Bring old people. Yep. Do it. And then, you know what? When you vote for a still, you're going to still vote to raise our taxes to 1.5%. Then yeah. look into people's faces that you're going to do it to. That's right. Look in the, the, the faces of the people you're going to do it to yep. and recognize that you're voting on something that at least one member of this board will benefit from. Yep. He will be putting money into his own bank account. Yep. And that's the point. So you're looking at these people. People could lose their houses. Oh, it's only 1.5%. Then you know what? You pay it. Yeah. You pay it. When I was on the school board the first year, they said, um, uh, uh, until, you know, I, I beat the hell out of them and got them down to zero. No increase, which I still didn't vote for because there was no cut. <laughs> and they weren't happy with that. Do the they thought, plan. They thought I was, right. So... So they, uh, as we were debating it, you know, somebody said, well, it's only $4 and 67 cents a month. Then you pay it. Yeah. I said, okay, well, if it's only four sixty-seven a month coming from me and going that way, it's still only four sixty-seven a month coming back the other side. I'm making a motion to give four sixty-seven a month back to every taxpayer. Yep. It's only $4. It's only $4.67. You said it yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what this is about. It's only that much money. So yeah. let's just go the opposite way with it. Yeah. Give them $4 or make a cut. Since it's only $4.67. It's only $4.67 a month. $4.67 to cut. There's $4.67 to cut. Per household. Yep. Per Everybody month? makes a cut when they, with everything going on with inflation is being as high. You print 86% of the, the currency in um, circulation in the last year and a half. It's inflation. Gas is high. Food is high. Everything's high. Everything's, you know, the shelves are not what they should be. You make choices. You have to make a cut. Grocery store shelves used to sag. Have you seen any sagging grocery store shelves lately? No, no. But it's so easy for them to say nothing to cut. When they're expecting everyone to make there is cut. really nothing that we can cut. It's very easy to say that. Mm-hmm. Tell that tell tell that ninety year old woman who's living alone because her husband died two years ago of yep. COVID, yep. and she's on a fixed income and lives on Social Security, yep. which does not give you an increase per inflation mm-hmm. and living and expenses going up. Tell that woman that it's only one point five percent. That's right. That's all it is. Come on, honey, kick it up. I, uh, Come on, honey. Don't you care about society? Only 1.5%. I can't stand that, people. That's like, let them eat cake. You know what I mean? And the, and the mindset of it is like, oh, it's only 1.5%. Listen, I'm only going to punch you in the face 1.5 times. That's what it is. It's that whole, it's only this. It's only this. We have nothing to cut. It's only this. 
it's only this for you mm-hmm. because you don't really care. And any, do you think all those people up on that school board are having financial issues? Do you think a 1.5 increase is going to hurt them? It's not going to hurt me, but I also know people that are going to get hurt by it. I know one person is not going to be bothered by it. Right. Bob Quinter, he can give up a $70 bottle of scotch. You're right. Right. Won't be an issue for him. 467, that's one bottle of scotch. It's one month I don't drink. Right. But that that's that that Or maybe two weeks I don't drink. That hypocrisy and just the mindset of it's that. Disgusting. Ment- that mentality is it's disgusting. I can handle it, so why can't you? It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Because then you have the little old lady, you have the you have maybe a handicapped guy. There's a guy that lives near my house that rents an apartment. I know he's handicapped. He probably lives on you know, social security or whatever. Mm-hmm. He pays rent. His rent's going to go up because if your property taxes go up, your rent's going to go up. That's right. So if his rent goes up, where's he going to get that money? And food's up. Every single thing's more expensive. What the... They don't care. They really, no. And and the part is, is these same people virtue signaling about people's health. And you got to mandate masks and all that shit. There is really nothing that we can cut. I'm starting to get angry. I can tell. So coming up in that meeting, they're also going to appoint Christy Haller as the uh, as the new superintendent. And Christy's going to be paid one hundred sixty seven thousand five hundred dollars plus benefits. Do most people know that you can go and online and find exactly what every public school teacher makes salary wise? It's open secrets. Is that yeah, the website? I, I don't know, but I had done it. Yeah. Before. Because there's a couple yeah, you of people can do that it. teach at Exeter that I went to high school with. And uh, I was just amazed how much they make. Every public employee, yep. police, clerks, everything. Yep. And I don't think teachers are necessarily overpaid because I don't I don't think they have a job that um, you can be overpaid for. What, what's, what's the price of shaping minds? Good or bad. And mm-hmm. keeping them protected, too. Think it's all about the other that. crap. It's mm-hmm. all the other crap. You know what I mean? How much would you pay to send your kid to daycare for a whole day every day? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think teachers are, are, are overpaid. In some cases, I think they're underpaid. But on the other hand, it's just amazing to me yep. how much they make. 167 grand is a nice amount of coin. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's, I'll take 1.5% of it. What's that, like 18 bucks? I'll take it. I don't care. I'll take $18 right now. Someone wants to throw $18 to me. I'll take it. I don't care. Yeah. I'll take it. It's only 1.5%. I pick up pennies, Jerry. I pick up pennies. See, I don't. I don't care. Oh, I might scrape my my knuckle. No, not doing that. (laughs) And it's really far for me to bend down and pick it up, too. Yeah, it is. Not so far (laughs) for me. No. So... That is the end of the show. I think what we're going to do is take some phone calls now. If if you want to call and yell at us because uh, you didn't like our attitude or whatever, 484-668-1663, 484-668-1663. We'll give that a few seconds to cycle through. And uh, I'm looking forward to these two meetings this week because I really think there is the possibility. It's either there's either going to be some actual activism going on or nothing. There's going to be more drama. Yeah. You do you think Dave's just going to sit there and take what they did? I am unsure. 
Nice. I am unsure. Here we go. We got a call. Hello, you are on the air with Jerry and Kev. Good evening, gentlemen. Who's this? This is this is bad Jerry. This is the bad Jerry. This is Jerry Weinsteiger. It's the bad Jerry. How's the bad Jerry doing? Absolutely wonderful. No, not wonderful, but... Okay, give us your take on what happened this week. Um, I think Mr. Hughes was was trying to get the township turned around, but I think his personality got in the way of doing it. Now, having said that if you go back to the elections, he got more votes than the two people he was running against. So obviously there's a lot of people in this township wanted him in there and they knew exactly what they were getting based on what he was doing at the meeting. Dude, that's a valid point. I mean, everybody knew this guy's an asshole and he admits it. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So now they do what they do do to him. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, and I, I don't won't mention names, but I think there are two snakes in the grass Oof. on the board of supervisors that want it their way and will do anything. I think the censure is step number one of getting him off of the board of supervisors. You think he's going you think he'll resign? No, I think if he, I know there's a way you can get rid of a, a township supervisor through the Pennsylvania code. And I think the censure was a stepping stone to get them to where they need to get him off there. So you don't think it was a swat of hand or a little spanking? Hey, get your get your shit together. No, you I think it's a progressive this, thing. I absolutely think it's a progressive thing. Interesting. And um, I find it totally, <laughs> you have right, totally amazing that previous board of supervisor personnel, when they were conducting themselves in, shall we say, less than favorable uh, manners. Where were these snakes calling for their um, resignations and censuring way back when? Jerry, you're making a great point. Uh, it was one of the things that I that I said to myself as I was watching this unfold. <clears throat> We have really bad behavior from supervisors last year. Really bad behavior. One resigned because of that behavior, admitting at least part of his bad behavior. Okay. The other one, and I'm talking about the wedding because we know that two of them knew about it and two of them gave sent, gave, uh, gave their assent to it. Okay. Okay. And where were these brave people 
to call for the other one being yeah. Greg Galtier for him to quit, for him to step down. Exactly. Like I got news for you, the guy who started the uh, the petition that we're talking about, Jack Piho. Jack's a friend of mine. We're very friendly. But Jack was sitting on that board and didn't have the balls to call for Greg to step down. True. But he None wants this one did. to happen. It's 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 that exactly. what it's it's the whole thing of when we do something you see it every it's everywhere Jerry it's, mm-hmm. now it's here it's all here and when they when they do something bad oh my god it's the end of the world but when we do it hey that's the way things go yeah hey Jerry listen yeah. we got another call I, coming I, through I man I'm gonna rush out okay all right I don't mean now, to cut you off one final go ahead one final statement never ever have I heard anybody at the giant tell me they want to walk from there up to uh charcoal chef for breakfast i agree yeah uh so you know kev jerry took a giant <laughs> dump giant dump on our the giant bit last i heard week. i heard i saw i think that was terrible criticism you gave us and i was hurt <laughs> by it we're gonna censure you jerry <laughs> I'll draw it up and put it in the Reading Eagle tomorrow morning for you. Yeah. Good ideas. I'm censured. All right, man. Thanks but for I'll calling. I'll keep listening for those people. Thanks. Thanks, Jerry. Bye. Where's the hang-up? There it is. Okay, good. Good deal. There was another call coming through that I couldn't get to. Uh, hopefully that person will call back. We'll give them a couple of seconds. But but uh, he made that good point. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, we didn't bring that up. Yeah, it's it's again. It's it's the same thing that you see everywhere, man. When when our friends are doing something, it's okay. Yeah. But when someone else does it, no bueno. Yeah, it's a problem. And Always then, a problem. And then they do petitions. <laughs> yeah, we got a petition. <laughs> and then they toast. Then they talk on social media about how they they're proud of their peti- uh, petition. You know what I can do. I can call that number back because it did show up on the screen. So I'm going to do that. Okay. All right. We'll see what happens. It's the answer. Domino's. (laughs) You call our pizza shitty. (laughs) And plastic. Hung up. Jeez. What you did. Hung up. What you do. Okay. That was the end of that. We tried. So, okay, here we are next week. Join us next week. And we will um, we'll have more. I'm sure Oh, I, next week's is going to be packed. I'm hoping the school board meeting is packed and there's plenty of uh, public comment. I'll pull public comments if they're good. Yes. And we can cheerlead them afterwards. Yeah, I might have to go to this one instead yeah. of just watching it. Because I'm serious. We, we should probably... Maybe we can sell some sorts of tickets to try to get people in there. This is a storm the Bastille moment, is it not? Right. Or maybe it's like, um, what's that? Was what was that uh, game show when when I was when I was a little bit younger than, or a little bit older than me, where they wear a costume to the game show and you come down? Oh, let's make a deal. Yeah, there you go. Monty Hall. Yep, Monty Hall. I remember that. Well, that's the Exeter School Board. Let's make a deal. <laughs> and then where we people, are. And then we can vote for more money in our own pocket. <laughs> Okay, folks, that's it. So thanks very much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Join us next week. Hopefully it'll be 645 on Thursday. I should tell everybody what happened. 
is I got a last minute call. We were getting some carpet laid in, in a couple of bedrooms and I got a last minute call and they said, Hey, we can come over, you know, this afternoon. And I went, yeah, get over here. And I quickly called Kevin and said, mm, they give you a, com- uh, a Comcast time of 12 to four. Even yeah. service electric cable gives you like 12 to three. No, man, we're going to come 12 to four. Oh shit. But he, but he said 12, the woman said 12 to four. And I thought, okay, they'll be here around noon till four. No, no, no. But then, you know, when I called them when nobody was there by one, she said, oh no, that's when they're going to arrive between 12 and four. I went, you son of a Just bitch. sit around, do nothing for four hours. Yeah. What do you yeah. do? Work for the township? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you work for Exeter, don't you? Yeah, right. You don't have anything to do. Listen, I put my two hours in, be good with it or not. And if not, it's harassment, Jerry. Harassment. <laughs> I'm going to harass you. Oh, boy. Okay, very good. So next week we'll have that. We'll have a, what might be a very boring supervisor's meeting, too. I'm not hoping be, I'm hoping not because he's, this is giving us a lot of material. And I'm working on another bit, too. So we'll, we'll see if anything comes out. It's, it's it, going to be better than the giant Jerry Weinsteiger. Jerry, it's going to be it's going to be the Redners. <laughs> it's gonna, it, it revolves around the Redners. It's going to be the Redners. <laughs> you know, you know somebody, um, somebody pointed out to me that this still applies. Uh, remember the Not Friends bit? Not Friends bit. No. Okay, I'll play it for you right now. I'm proud of this one. Coming this fall to NBC. Can a town just learn to get along? No one told you that was gonna be this way. Find out in Not Friends, the story of a town in Pennsylvania that just can't get it right. Starring the irascible township supervisor. You know, this is wacky. No wonder I can't understand what the general expenses are. It's crazy. The Take No Guff Finance Director. Do you want my assistance or do you not want my assistance? And a cast of thousands that just refuse to get along. But, but Tom, I want to thank I you. Don't, I don't want to hear anything. Mr. Hughes, you might think it's a minority of haters really disgust and embarrassment to your behavior, not hate. Can't we all just get along? Are you and going we to argue with me under about this? The New York Post's David Bianna Cooley says... This is driving me crazy. TV Guide says... This is wacky. And the people of Exeter Township just say... <sighs> it's not friends from the producers of Deliverance and The Godfather. Coming to NBC. Thursday nights at 8.30. I guess you told me, didn't you? (laughs) Well done. (laughs) That was an engineering marvel right there. Bravo. Yeah. So I did that weeks ago, but it still applies. It does. You know, maybe I take it and update it. Got all kinds I of material from the other material, night. Right? The last two weeks have been uh, off the off the hook. Yes, they have. Okay, that's it for the Exeter Underground. Hyper local news for Exeter Township and analysis. Thanks very much for listening. We appreciate it. You can go get 
a uh, copy of the podcast if you missed anything because people are telling me that uh, there was some signal dropout. I don't know what the hell that's about, but uh, they may have missed part of the show. If you missed part of the show, you can get it on podcasting or, just a little bit. Or just blame it on Dave Hughes. Or blame it on Dave Hughes. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media.